Welcome to the CBD Ed Show with Edward Cheney, the founder and CEO of Canafil, a manufacturer of CBD-infused products for human and pet consumption. In this program, we will discuss the uses of CBD and other methods for alternatives and complements to conventional medical treatment. Now, here is your host, Ed Cheney. Welcome, listeners, to this episode of CBD Ed Show. Uh, on today's show, we're going to talk about CBD and pain. I chose that, uh, folks, because it is the number one use uh, for CBD these days, uh, as well as, you know, almost every American is afflicted by this issue of CBD and pain. All right, so for today's show, uh, again, this is Ed Cheney with the CBD Ed Show. We're on Voice America, and today we are going to start with, uh, you know, understanding pain and how our body deals with it. Uh, then we're going to move into absolutely current research. I dug through a lot of research on this, and fortunately, there seems to be more research on uh, CBD's interaction and use for pain than on any, any other subject. Uh, and then finally, how to use CBD for pain, including some drug interaction uh, discoveries that I can help everybody with because it has been a common question. Thank you for sending those questions in. By the way, stay tuned because uh, we're going to start having a reward system for these questions and comments because every time I get a question from you guys, the listening audience, it helps me to better understand what everybody wants to hear about. Remember, I am doing this work for you. Uh, so if you do have a specific question or need that is around the use of CBD, uh, send it to me. And I'll, I'll have myself or my team or collectively we'll do the homework uh, and be able to present on that. Uh, now, where to send these questions in? Any of our social medias, canafil.com, C-A-N-N-A-F-Y-L.com, uh, info at canafil.com. Uh, so you send it. Now, when you send anything, uh, a question or uh, or a comment, please reference the CBD Ed Show. Why? Because, yes, I want to start putting some gifts together uh, to send back to those of you who are submitting good questions and, and comments. So when you do that, go, you can submit them anywhere. Just put in there somewhere uh, that uh, you are submitting this on behalf of the CBD Ed Show. So I, I know to put you into that pot. All righty. All right. All right, here's our topic. Why live with pain? Now, I think pain has at least three areas of limitation. First and foremost is physical limitations. When you're in pain, it is hard to get up and move around. Now, that it, by itself, you know, it's, it's very uncomfortable, okay, life-limiting. But also, the less you're getting up and moving around, the more other things could happen. Now, when I think other things, I, I, a lot of times I think about our aging adults. So if we get an injury and we're stuck, uh, immobile, or not capable of keeping up our fitness, after about three or four weeks, uh, that, that's quite a big change, 
uh, and a lot of the stuff that we had worked on uh, has gone away. We have to start back over again. So not only is there a limitation physically, but then that could also lead to a psychological issue. Right. So I've been working out. I've been keeping my fitness, my health and everything's been good. And then all of a sudden I got this injury and then bam, I'm stuck. I can't move. And all that fitness, I already know once it gets healed, I'm going to have to basically start over again. So can now lead to kind of depression a bit. Right. I'm sitting on, on the couch or laying in bed going, yeah, this this kind of this kind of stinks. So. There are other things that happen. Wow, maybe I am now pissed off and depressed a little bit, and there goes my diet. So even my diet gets affected by pain. And then the worse my uh, diet is, the worse my physical uh, capabilities are going to be. So pain is, I can see why it is one of the most uh uh, sought-after remedies that humans uh, go after yeah, uh, to solve their pain issues. Now, so I'm all, I'm all for it. And some of the research that I've produced for you guys today, uh, there is a lot of research that is putting CBD up against traditional uh, medicines for pain relief, both over-the-counter and prescription. And I'm telling you, most of the research I'm reading... It leans fav- very favorably towards CBD because of the risks associated with our current pain treatment uh, things like over the counter and prescriptions. So let's uh, let's 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 uh, let's bring some information to the table. Here is how everybody talks about pain. They uh, two stages. All right. One is called an acute stage. So this is early stage, nonspecific. This is when the release of inflammatory mediator starts. Okay. So they call this form or this stage of pain as acute. Now, if nothing is resolved from that acute pain or that acute stage, then there's called chronic inflammation. That's your next stage. Again, so if during... During the acute stage, if nothing is resolved, the inflammatory process progresses to what we call chronic inflammation. Now, and you should know that pain, that pain signal, it's actually produced by all these pro-inflammatory agents. So regardless of whether you have acute or chronic inflammation, uh, both of those, those those release of pro-inflammatory agents are what trigger the pain signals. Good? All right. So keep that in mind because uh, the inflammation piece of this um, is pretty pretty interesting when we talk about how your body deals with it. And so let's jump right into that. I've had these conversations with you guys before, but let's do a, a quick uh, overview. All of us humans have an endocannabinoid system. Inside of that cannabinoid system, there are endocannabinoids. Endocannabinoids mean the cannabinoids that originate from your body. And then we have phytocannabinoids. Phytocannabinoids, phyto being plant-based. So these are the cannabinoids that you're consuming through your, your, uh, your vegetables. And then we have uh, CB1 and CB2 receptors that are throughout the body that regulate your body's systems. All right, and now at last we have neurotransmitters, anatomide 
and 2AG. Now, these are the two neurotransmitters that are specific to the endocannabinoid system. Now, neuro- neurotransmitters, they're... There's uh, neurotransmitters that you'll recognize like serotonin and dopamine. All right. But when we talk about the endocannabinoid system and pain, we're talking about these two, anatomide and 2-AG. All right. All right. Now, I shared this very early on. Think of the human endocannabinoid system as a motherboard protecting the computer. So that motherboard is kind of like the gateway. And those CB1 and CB2s, they are, in fact, uh, where the entrances are. So, um, so throughout your endocannabinoid system, you'll have these receptors, CB1s and CB2s. It just so happens that cannabinoids, regardless of whether they're endo, meaning that they are originated from inside your body, or phytocannabinoids, once they come in contact with a CB receptor, it's like a key that unlocks that receptor. And once that receptor is unlocked, then it can do its thing. All right, so cannabinoids are, look at them just as simple as uh, keys for these receptors throughout your body. And it's interesting enough that when these receptors are locked or unlocked, uh, they also then are tasked with either producing or dissolving anatomide and 2-AG. Now, interesting, sometimes they want to produce it and sometimes they want to dissolve it. This enzyme, this, this enzyme that is these neurotransmitters. Think about this. What if you did have an acute stage of pain? And there was a release of inflammatory mediators, which, by the way, will be triggered by the production of anatomide. All right, so think through this. So the the receptor is given the okay to produce anatomide. Anatomide then triggers the production of pro-inflammatory agents. By the way, that's where your first sense of pain is then triggered. All right, if the acute stage uh, injury heals itself, then the next job is to dissolve that pro-inflammatory agent so that inflammation can go away and the cell's activity can, can, can return to normal. All right? Okay, so that's pretty much how your endocannabinoid system will work as it relates to, uh, as it relates to pain. All right. Now, in today's modern life, we're kind of thinking that, you know, our endocannabinoid system is just not as in balance as it had once been. Again, given that given today's uh, modern lifestyles, types of foods that we have access to and so forth and so on. You've heard the term homeostasis. I'm talking exactly the same thing. So your endocrine system, if it's out out of balance or it's not in a state of homeostasis. Now, so if we bring in different types of phytocannabinoids, then those have very, all these different cannabinoids have very useful pieces as it relates to dealing with pain in your endocannabinoid system. All right, now, 
<clears throat> in addition to that, we also uh, we, we know this is going to be about CBD, uh, but the other medicinal treatments that we, uh, we go after are going to be over-the-counter. Uh, so that's going to be your Tylenols and, and, uh, and items like that. Uh, the next one, and they are called non-steroidal. Um, let's see, they are called. Do do do. Anyway, uh, I'll get that for you in our research section, uh, and then you have your prescription uh, pain medications. Um, now, CBD is coming into play, and all the researchers are talking about it because of its reduce risks. Okay, reduce risk of being addicted to it. Uh, a lot of your prescription, well, we know about this one. We know this one from the opioid crisis that we've all had to just deal with. And a lot of your pain meds, if they're prescription-based, I mean, the list that you hear and that you have to read through uh, before taking them, I, it's quite the long list. And I know everybody is very aware that there's lots of risks with these. Now, you think to yourself, okay, well, then, you know, how come CBD is just not out there if it's so good for pain? Keep in mind, it was scheduled as a drug no more than one year ago. Some of the research I pulled up today, fascinating one from Ontario, Canada, and I give those guys a lot of props because you know, they were one of the early adopters to legalizing medical cannabis use. So, yeah, these researches, I, I agree, I continue to tell you, they're still coming out. That's another good reason why if you have something you want me to look up or get more information on, please send me that at info at com, so I can go do some work with that. Now, when, uh, when we talk about the research that I discovered in the area of CBD and its use for pain, I found a lot more research in this area than any other. And again, I think it's because it's, the, it's what's used the most. Now, instead of splitting out, we're going to take a quick break. I'm going to formalize my thoughts, and we can spend a little bit of time here in the area of research and not get disrupted. We're going to take a quick break, and we'll be right back, and we're going to go over the research. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com. Live authentically, heal naturally with Canafil. We have three unique blends for pain relief, reducing stress, and promoting healthy sleep. Visit Canafil.com for the convenience of online shopping that includes free shipping. Or if you're in Arizona, stop by our store in Phoenix for personal consultation and product selection. Our friendly staff is here to help you. All of our products have full third-party testing and a seven-day satisfaction guarantee. Call 480-599-1003 or visit Canafil.com. Canafil, giving you your life back are you finding your frequency it can be described as that space between failure and success it's the future of digital media it's finding your voice it's engaging topics content and ideas jeff and ryan discuss the digital media space and all of its aspects it's about making the mistakes taking the chances summoning the intestinal fortitude to step out of your comfort zone and discovering what you can accomplish when you decide to try, decide to learn, decide that you have something to say, and find your frequency. 
Live Fridays at 12 noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Want an insider's pass to everything that goes on in Hollywood? Join Summer Helene every week for Behind the Scenes. Summer Helene is known as the Duchess of Hollywood because she knows the insiders, legends, and celebs and brings the stories, the gossip, and the backstage scoop. It's the real Hollywood, though. So this program is for adults only. Behind the Scenes can be heard live every Friday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time and 7 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Have you become a member yet? Sign up now to become a member of Voice America. It's always free and easy. Plus, you get to take advantage of some great member benefits. Get unlimited access to millions of hours of on-demand content across all of our channels. Keep track of your favorite episodes, shows, and hosts in your own customizable library. Find out what shows you might be interested in based on your favorites. Plus, you get insider access with our newsletter. Membership gives you more. Sign up at voiceamerica.com and click register at the top right. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in the brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. You are tuned in to the CBD Ed Show. If you have a question that you'd like addressed on a future episode of our program, please send an email to info at canafil.com. That's info at C-A-N-N-A-F-Y-L.com. Now back to the CBD Ed Show. Welcome back, listeners. This is the CBD Ed Show here at Voice America. And today we are on CBD for pain. All right, listen, we've discussed that pain is limiting. As an example, a lot of people will have, uh, let's go with shin splints. So there's not very many who have not experienced shin splints at least once in their their life. The pain we're feeling is from that chronic inflammation. What uh, a lot of these studies are going to empirically suggest is that cannabinoids, when they work with your endocannabinoid system, absolutely without question does provide pain relief and anti-inflammatory properties. So if I go to a personal experience with say like shin splints where you can't really get off of them, so they're in a constant state of chronic inflammation all the time. And if CBD is a natural alternative to pharmaceuticals for inflammation, how simple did this just become? So during the entire day, I, I don't have to worry about overusing it. There's no toxicity. There's no concern about becoming addicted. So I literally can keep the CBD working on the inflammation that's at, in my shin splints. I can keep CBD working on that all day, all night long, literally reduce my downtime by quite a bit, three, four times easily. Right, So that's an example of managing our pain with something that's a little bit easier on us, like CBD coming from a plant. So let's start with the research that I had pulled up. Uh, this was from Research Institute in Ontario, Canada. Uh, it was in November 2017. I like that, so it's fairly recent. And the research study is called Selective Cannabinoids for Chronic Neuropathic Pain. Now, keep in mind that if you want to request these papers from me, uh, you are very welcome to. I also will put a link 
on the website, not the full things, because these these uh, these studies are forty and fifty pages. So I'm going to put the links to them instead. So this particular link will be the selective cannabinoids for chronic neuropathic pain. The primary objective of this review was to determine the efficacy and safety of selective cannabinoids compared to conventional management or placebos for chronic neuropathic pain. So they wanted to see both the effectiveness and the safety of CBD as compared to conventional management or placebos for chronic neuropathic pain. Interesting enough, and again, I want to tout that this was the proper way to do this. 11 randomized controlled trials using 1,219 patients. And I read through all of those controlled trials, um, and it's kind of funny what they have to do to be able to say uh, this was a full set of controlled trials. So um, I am instead only going to give you the conclusion. Uh, The conclusion is this, quote, Patients who received selective cannabinoids reported significant reduction in pain measured by a numeric, numerical rating scale, period. Also observed improvements in sleep and quality of life, period. All right, guys, so again, I think, uh, I think it's important to notice that this was a very well put together study, fairly recent, and for, for the objective of starting to get a more legitimate research process going in this area, knowing everybody knowing all well that it was very difficult to do it when it was a scheduled drug. Um, all right, let's look into another one. We've got uh, a Dr. Bonnie Goldstein out of California. She's a practicing physician and author of Cannabis Revealed. Let's see here. So she makes a statement here at the beginning of her paper, the most common anti-inflammatory medications are called NSAIDs. These are non-steroidal anti-inflammatory drugs. And based on consumer survey response, more than 17 million Americans take these type of of, uh, medications on a daily basis. With more than 70 million prescriptions and more than 30 billion over-the-counter NSAID tablets sold annually in the United States. All right. I just wanted to share some of these numbers because they're quite big, right? More than 17 million Americans take these on a daily basis. Wow, right? All right. 70 million prescriptions and and more than 30 billion over-the-counter NSAID tablets are sold annually. All right. Okay. Let's keep going with some of the information that she pulled in. All right. Let's uh, side effects and complications of NSAIDs. Remember, these are non-steroidal anti-inflammatory um, medications. All right. So, so the side effects are common and serious. In one study, the risk of NSAIDs adverse drug reactions were found to be 
26%. Complications including gastrointestinal bleeding and ulcers, heartburn, ringing in the ears, headaches, dizziness, liver and kidney problems, leg swelling, high blood pressure, heart attack, heart failure, stroke, and death. By the way, remember, we are talking about NSAIDs, which are over-the-counter. Wow. All right. So in June 1999, the New England Journal of Medicine estimated that 16,500 NSAID-related deaths occur amongst Americans with rheumatoid arthritis and osteoarthritis every year. And this was back in 1999. Another in 2005. Let's see. A review of 17 studies found that 11% of preventable drug-related hospital admissions could be attributed to NSAIDs, these things that we're taking every day. So in 2005, U.S. Food and Drug Administration issued a public health advisory warning people to the increased cardiovascular risk of NSAIDs. Comma. And again, in 2007, they published a medication guide for NSAIDs, recommending the lowest dose possible for patients using these drugs. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then in January 2016, the FDA strengthened the existing labels on all NSAIDs to warn uh, that there was an increased chance of heart attack and stroke. All right, so here is a quote uh, that I found um, interesting from Dr. Bonnie Goldstein. She says, as a cannabis physician, I find these statistics and multiple FDA warnings appalling. Using dangerous drugs instead of healing and non-toxic plant is simply ridiculous. All right. Way to go, Dr. Bonnie Goldstein. You're my hero. All right. And she also cites uh, that the earlier study back in 2005 where Dr. Ethan Russo and Dr. Jeffrey Guy both did the well-known paper on the entourage effect. That's reporting that the cannabinoids work synergistically. Uh, in other words, uh, so we've talked about this in the past. When you find uh, when you find um, CBD out there and it says an isolate or 100% CBD, uh, that's exactly what they're saying. There's no other cannabinoid in there. And this well-accepted study in 2005 suggested that no, CBDs should work synergistically. In other words, they should all be present. They certainly can be at different levels. So, uh, and remember, THC is a cannabinoid, so right along there with CBD. But THC has uh, psychotropic uh, properties to it, so we don't want very much. But this study suggests that um, it is still uh, important that they all work together because they're synergistic. Again, I want to say great job to Bonnie on this one. Now, let's let's move into a little bit more about some studies that I have done. And because when we come into our next section, we're going to talk about what we have learned 
over the years since getting into the CBD world, what we have learned from the experiences of our patients, all the research that we've poured over, uh, our personal experiences on how to use CBD for pain. So that will be coming up next. But here I want to get over something that I think is very important, and that is, um, that is uh, drug interaction. In other words, um, a lot of people that we've talked to go, well, how do I know if this is going, if CBD is going to interact, interact with the drugs I'm currently taking? And there are lots of, lots of uh, small studies out there, uh, but I'm telling you, nothing super helpful. So in this particular conversation, though, I think we have some really good helpful things that, that we can share. So... Uh, First, keep in mind that, uh, and while studies are ongoing as to how effective CBD is, uh, and with many people giving it a try, uh, the research to date shows that CBD is generally safe and has few, if any, minor side effects. But interaction with other drugs is certainly worth talking about, and let's have that conversation right now. So... When you take a medication or other substance, your body has to metabolize it, okay? It has to break it down, and it does this so that your body can get rid of it, mostly your liver. Okay, so let me say that again. So when you take a medication, your body then has to start metabolizing it, which by default starts to break it down. Okay, there are, you know, enzymes, uh, one is called CYP450, uh, and its, its job is converting foreign substances so they can easily be eliminated by the body. So if you put some medication or substance that's affected by this enzyme CYP450, either by slowing or speeding up drug metabolism, that change in metabolism rate can alter how your body processes that medication or supplement that you took. Hence, this is the drug interaction. So let me suggest this again. So these, there's enzymes in your body that are designed to convert foreign material, to start metabolizing it so that it breaks down and thereby when, like I say, for instance, pharmaceutical medications are designed, they know already what that metabolism rate is. And so they produce this product knowing this is how long it's going to uh, take, thereby this is how much medicine you're going to get during this dose. And I'm pretty sure it's, it's, it's probably a spot-on calculation and things that adjust it could have an impact, right? So if you're using a product that metabolizes over a very fast rate, it's going to assume that this product that you're using, you're not going to have a whole lot of it in your system by the time it's broken down. But what if you had another drug that interacted with this enzyme and it slowed the process down? It slowed this um, this uh, this enzyme or this uh, this breaking down, the metabolizing of this foreign material. It slowed it down. And then you got more of this product than it was designed. All right, so that is, that's the issue. That's the issue that CBD 
may have, or that some drugs may have an impact, and CBD is one of them, believing that it might have an impact on this enzyme CYP450. All right, so um, and again, it can go in either direction. It can either slow it down or it can increase it. If your body is metabolizing a medication too slowly, you may have more medication in your system at one time than intended. Even if you, you've stuck to your normal dose, an increased level of medicine or medication in your system could exaggerate the effects, including unwanted or harmful side effects. All right, so... It's important to know that there are, there are current studies looking into this. Nothing has been shown yet, but they're, they're, they're certainly working on it. So many medications inhibiting the CYP3A4, if you, if you then take CBD while on these medications, your body can't work to process the CBD as effectively. All right, so I'm going to suggest this. The research is currently being done. This is the only place it's going to. So my, my, my thing for you is this. One is make sure if you're on a pharmaceutical uh, prescription-type medicine that you talk to your doctor, uh, and they will have access, and they'll know. Uh, the other is, is be confident that the research is only focusing on this area right now, which is a lot easier right, to deal with, uh, in my opinion. Uh, now, how about this other thing? So this was brought up two meetings ago, and it was a warning about blood thinning uh, medications. Now, uh, blood thinning medications, uh, although studies are still ongoing to determine potential interactions between CBD and specific medication, there is one rule of thumb that can help consumers in the meantime to avoid CBD if your medication has a grapefruit warning on the label. All right. Okay, this warning indicates that people taking the medication should avoid consuming the grapefruit or grapefruit juices. According to the Food and Drug Administration, uh, consuming grapefruit while on these medications can lead to a higher concentration of the medication in the bloodstream and adverse side effects or even an overdose. What they are referring to is CBD's interaction with with this enzyme CYP450. In other words, either slowing down or speeding up the, meta the me me metabolism rate. All right. So now more, uh, more studies are, are happening. Uh, but if you see the grapefruit warning on your label of your pharmaceutical medication, then avoid CBD and at the very minimum have a conversation with your doctor. All right, so there's, there, there's what I have currently with uh, drug interaction and CBD. Almost all of it has to do with this meta metabolic rate. Safest bet is to always have a conversation with your doctor, but definitely do it if you see the grapefruit warning on the label. All right, let's take a quick break. And when we come back, let's talk about all the knowledge that we have for you regarding 
how to use CBD for your pain. And when we come back. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com Live authentically. Heal naturally with Canafil. We have three unique blends for pain relief, reducing stress, and promoting healthy sleep. Visit Canafil.com for the convenience of online shopping that includes free shipping. Or if you're in Arizona, stop by our store in Phoenix for personal consultation and product selection. Our friendly staff is here to help you. All of our products have full third-party testing and a seven-day satisfaction guarantee. Call 480-599-1003 or visit Canafil.com. Canafil, giving you your life back. Are you ready to buy or sell a business? Where do you begin? You want to make sure that both the buying and selling parties are mentally, physically, and financially ready to operate a small business, as well as have the expertise or management confidence in the type of business you're planning to buy. Listen to The Michael Saunders Show with Michael Saunders and Warren Whitus. We'll help you with questions about marketing, finance, hiring, and more. Listen Mondays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific, on Voice America Variety. Accidents, injuries, hazards of all kinds. It seems like everything you do has something dangerous attached to it. Everyday safety is important to us all. Yet where can you get the information you need to prevent injuries and accidents? Tune in for Todd Murray and his program, Safety is Your First Choice. From safety in the home to the car in your workplace, as well as anywhere that you need to be prepared, he'll cover a range of topics. Tune in every Wednesday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Time on Voice America Variety. Have you had a chance to check out Voice America's online magazine and blog? If you love our hosts and shows, check out articles that give an even deeper perspective, plus topics about health and fitness, movie reviews, philosophy, business tips and tactics, spirituality, positive thought, current events, and even more about your favorite hosts. It's just a click away at blog.voiceamerica.com. That's blog.voiceamerica.com. The Voice America Press Blog. All access all the time. Streaming live. The leader in Internet talk radio. VoiceAmerica.com. You are tuned in to the CBD Ed Show. If you have a question that you'd like addressed on a future episode of our program, please send an email to info at canafil.com. That's info at C-A-N-N-A-F-Y-L.com. Now back to the CBD Ed Show. Welcome back, listeners, to the CBD Ed Show. I really hope that I'm being helpful to uh, my listeners who are hoping to find other alternatives for their pain management. Uh, hey, I'm a big fan of uh, the holistic one called CBD. You might not. And uh, I'm also uh, a big fan of Canafil because I know that the, the chemistry and the uh, meticulous uh, effort put towards potency and meeting high standards are all there in that product. Uh, So it's one of those where if you need to know exactly what you're getting, uh, the products at Canafil will meet that. Now, there was, uh, so in our last segment, we were talking about, we ended the conversation about um, 
about interaction with other medications you might be taking. I'm sorry, CBD interacting with other medications. And we talked about the grapefruit uh, warning that are on some prescription uh, levels and uh, prescription labels and how the how the uh, grapefruit warning had something to do with the with the with the um, pharmaceutical medication not um, not breaking down at the same rate. All right. Well, in addition to that, I did want to read the end of this little study, which suggests under under the titling uh, uh, you know of this review under safety and side effects, it did say. Under the careful supervision of your doctor, you might still be able to safely use CBD with medications, even those that have a grapefruit warning. If necessary, your doctor may monitor plasma serum levels of the medication you're taking. They may also choose to monitor your liver and its functionality. If you're taking CBD with medications, it's important to keep an eye out for any potential changes in how the medication for your CBD affects you. Side effects to watch out for are increased or new medication side effects such as drowsiness, sedation, and nausea. Remember, these would be new side effects. Uh, Also, a decrease in medication effectiveness. Uh, And then some common side effects or changes such as fatigue, diarrhea, changes in appetite, and changes in weight. Okay, any of these things show up, talk to your doctor. Uh, Again, this was just in their safety and side effects portion of their study. Uh, They wanted to suggest that they're not saying that you cannot, but you should have to talk to your doctor. All righty. Going back to um, alternatives, how do we treat uh, pain. Well, in the past, we use OTCs, over-the-counter, uh, non-steroidal, uh, steroidal, uh, anti-inflammatory medications. Uh, we use prescription medications, uh, and now uh, under the holistic group of alternatives, there's CBD. Now, hey, so uh, what kind of things have I seen people use uh, CBD for? Um, here goes some of my list, the easy ones, joint pain. Let's even go to the person who has osteoarthritis, right? As we age, those joints just start hurting. Um, super, in my opinion, super easy one to take care of. And you can take care of that one through either ingesting uh, a CBD or using a topical uh, solution. Uh, what else do I have? How about this extremely troublesome pain thing? And that is, um, uh, that is neuropathy. Wow. So, yes, I have dealt with, and so has uh, Kim at uh, Canfield Store, lots of people with neuropathy. Neuropathy is interesting because it almost has to be treated both internally and externally uh, from our experience. So, again, if you have neuropathy, you want to work a topical product into the surface of the skin in the area. And, again, when we say work it, we mean absolutely rub it in for uh, a a number of minutes. Uh, Just applying it is not enough. And then uh, secondary is to use uh, a product internally, uh, a CBD product, so either under the tongue or digest it. Uh, Let's say how about some easy ones like, uh, yeah, uh, headaches. Um, 
How about just regular acute pains anywhere? Injuries. Uh, these are all common things. Uh, let me tell you, it works for me tremendous. So I am coming up in my 60s. Uh, I try not to injure myself anymore because of how long it takes to heal and staying fit and active is a, is a, a, an alt- it's a pretty big job. Right at this age, it's, uh, it takes a lot of work. Um, so anytime I get an inflammation, uh, whether I have pain or not, I, I'm putting product right on it. Why? What do we know? That acute pain starts out as an injury, injury, and if the pain, if the injury does not resolve itself, then it goes to chronic, and chronic is where the inflammation really sets in, and now it's really hard to get. Uh, it's really hard to get it to handle. Um, all right. Now, when I have something like osteoarthritis, I have also learned from uh, many of friends, families, and customers uh, is that you need to keep CBD in your body. Uh, so cannabinoids in your body. So our regiment would be somewhere around 10 to 25 milligrams twice a day. Ingest it would be perfect. Um, and I've watched people, it will alleviate 80 to 90% of your osteoarthritis. Uh, now, this is probably depending on what stage it's in. If you've, if you've ignored it, uh, then it might take a while to get a handle back on it again. In other words, it may take a while to get that inflammation back under control again. Um, all righty, so just general muscle aches. Um, so yeah, I wake up in the morning, I have uh, a backache because I slept odd. Listen, I come in, I, uh, I take a nice warm shower, that feels really good, but to be honest, what absolutely does it is if I put a topical CBD cream on the back in that general area where it's sore, and I promise you this, inside of about three minutes, the pain is gone. Now, for me, that'll usually last three or four hours. But by that time, I've already started moving. Uh, and it really it doesn't have a reason to come back. Um, now, uh, the, I, I do. I keep talking about this topical salve. So a topical salve must have a couple very important components to it. It must be able to... Uh, get into your skin. So that means the carrier, the molecule size of the carrier has to be fairly small so that it literally will get into the skin and deliver the CBD to it. Um, listen, so our, uh, for, for Canafil, we, we uh, approach that by using products like Shea Butter, uh, completely organic, um, uh, Kapaya uh, oil, and nothing else. I mean, we really do our best to uh, keep the ingredients uh, as less sophisticated as possible. Uh, our levels of CBD are 500 and 1,000. What does that mean? The 500 is pretty good at taking care of most pains that are joint-related, that are acute, uh, minor to medium inflammation. Our 500, the Canafil 500 relief, is plenty. Uh, but if you have chronic, now we know what chronic is, that is inflammation has set in and you're there for a while. Uh, listen, we have a, a thousand milligram strength uh, to a Canafil topical for those, those patients. 
Uh, and by the way, when you're putting on uh, the topical cream, it's usually as needed. I'm still going to ingest both morning and night internally so that I can keep uh, the, the uh, inflammation managed. Okay, also any type of nerve-related pain. Um, those also have to be treated, treated internally and externally. Um, all right, so let's talk about uh, the types of CBD. Again, we still have lots of concerns. Uh, I just had a concern uh, client not too long ago. She has neuropathy, and it just it's just very difficult, very difficult. And she doesn't want to be on the pain medications anymore. Wants to do CBD, but now knows that in order for it to manage the pain the best, she has to have the full spectrum. Uh, remember the entourage effect, all the CBDs working in synergy. So now she has a full spectrum. This is actually what gets the job done, and her pain is now something that she can manage. But now she's concerned about drug testing and that the THC may or may not show up. Now remember, the product, including Canafil, still it does meet the compliance, uh, uh, meets and complies with the farm bill, meaning having less than 0.03% THC. So, but the 0.03 THC, depending how much you put on there, stood possibly could still test. Now, here's what I do know. I'm telling you, folks, it's all going to go away soon. The cannabis family is just way too beneficial uh, to mankind. So they're going to find a way to test for uh, over-intoxication of THC, and then that'll solve all of this. Uh, that's my guess. But for the time being, I suggested to her to have Canafil's invoice uh, that she purchased it and what she purchased it. I suggested that she go to the website and print off the current certificate of analysis for that very specific lot of CBD that she purchased. And the combination of those two suggests that she was uh, compliant with the farm bill, which descheduled hemp CBD from uh, the Drug Act. That's what I would suggest for people who have nerve pain issues is I still believe you need the full spectrum. You need CBD. You need a CBD product that has all the cannabinoids in it. All right. So we are talking about different delivery methods. We talked about a topical. Uh, a topical will usually come in two forms, a lotion and a salve. Listen, the, uh, a topical lotion is more about skin care. All right. So you'll have, a, you'll have this bottle. It'll literally be about uh, you know, 12 ounces, 8 ounces, 4 ounces, and the entire bottle might have a couple hundred milligrams of CBD. Well, what that implies is that each dose is going to deliver a very small amount. Uh, and it's just going to be incapable of delivering much more than that. So when you get a lotion, it usually is kind of designed to be more of a skin care regimen. When you go to a salve, you're going to see it in a much smaller container. One or two ounces is the most that I've seen. Uh, at Canafil, uh, we've done them both. You have, you have a one-ounce option and a two-ounce option. Now, um, why is because they concentrate that down. So when you're when you pull a finger full of this salve out of this one ounce jar, you're likely going to get 
more like a 30 to 60 milligram dose of CBD directed right at that spot. Uh, and that's what's going to solve the pain thing. So, all right, so now you have a little understanding about topicals. I do say when folks deal with uh, high levels of inflammation that you need to also address that from the inside. So your two alternatives there, a CBD product, full strength. Again, if you want to know how well it can work, buy a Canafil product. Put it under your tongue morning and night. That amount, somewhere between 15 and 30 milligrams of CBD per dose, uh, you'll know within a couple of days whether you're doing enough of it or not because your inflammation literally will go down that fast. Uh, But this is how we keep uh, cannabinoids inside of our endocrine system uh, so we can start managing that inflammation and start getting rid of it. Remember that CBD does a great job of dissolving certain enzymes that trigger inflammation uh, mediators. Okay? Now, uh, now, you don't have to use just, you can use any one of the... Um, The CBD products that you ingest, the CBD tincture that goes under your tongue just happens to be the quickest way to get it into your system, and it doesn't go through your digestive system, so it also delivers more. But you might be that person that just prefers a capsule or something you can digest, and that is fine. Just consider that you may have to take twice as much. So if you're at a 15 milligram, you may have to do a, a 30 milligram dose if you're going to digest it to get the same outcome. All right. All right. So listen, I hope this was a big help. Uh, I know pain is a big deal. And I want to suggest that if anybody has any questions regarding anything I discussed with you today, please send me something in the email uh, at info at Canafield.com, and I will happily address it. I will happily do anything you guys need uh, so that we can better shed light in the CBD market. All right. So until we meet next, Ryan is going to be up with his show. Ryan Treasure, good luck. And this is Ed Cheney with the CBD Ed Show, and we'll talk to you in the next episode. Thank you for listening to the CBD Ed Show. Please join your host, Edward Cheney, for another edition next Friday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern, on the Voice America Variety Channel. We can also be heard each week on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Until we talk again, enjoy the upcoming weekend, and we'll be here soon.